have found the Genesis frequency. This is Dr. Stephen J. Kazmina welcoming you in to another episode of a show that focuses on your whole life prosperity and success. Whole life prosperity and success by cooperating with the universal laws that are available to each and every one of us. This is Quantum Leap Goal Achievement, Radical Personal Transformation, Whole Life Prosperity and Success. Now, stay tuned for another exciting episode that'll move the needle in your life from where you are now to where you want to be. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it may be, wherever you are in the world when you hit that play button, so glad you did. This is Dr. Cause and Effect, Dr. Stephen J. Cosmina, coming at you with another episode of the Genesis Frequency, and I'm loving this. This is really turning into a, well, a two-part series, so to speak, maybe three parts, I don't know, but I just love when inspiration just drops in, and I was just guided to keep going with this. Last week, we started talking about stories. And yes, indeed, this all applies to our personal and professional development. It applies to leadership. It applies to us individually, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, in our personal lives, in our small businesses and in corporations. So hang in there with me. And if you did not listen to the episode from last week, which would be the episode immediately prior to this one you might want to go back and take these in together this is this is good stuff good good training material for your own development and also to use with teams and again last week we started talking about stories and it's really a wake-up call when we examine our stories and that's what I invited you to do to examine the stories that you tell yourself in your life. I mean, it's a really even more of a wake-up call, maybe in a, even a little bit scary when we realize we've been oblivious to life and living. Oblivious to life and living. Simply moving along our way as what I often refer to as an unconscious competent. You know, we we get by, yes, maybe even have a few wins here and there, but similar to an autopilot system on an aircraft, our stories are almost always directing us along our way. And often that direction is leading to a destination, an experience that we would rather not be involved in because we adopt these stories. And so many of them have no basis in fact, no basis in truth. They're based on things that are shaky at best, but yet it is from those stories we tell ourselves about ourselves and those stories we tell ourselves about others that we make our choices and decisions from, from that place, from that story, as if that is the foundation of what is real. And in most cases... Nothing could be further from the truth. Some of these stories are just insane. And I'm not saying all of them are, but it's wise to do some check-in from time to time, 
to do a little checkup, to examine the foundation, to get in the crawl space or in the basement and see what's supporting this story that we are basing all our choices and decisions. I mean, this is our life and we are creators of our lives. We hold dominant thoughts and the formula is always the same. I say this in almost every episode. The formula is always the same. Thoughts plus feelings plus actions equals results. And if those thoughts are based on a story that just isn't true, what is going to be the result? Dominant thought in the story, not true, but it's something that we have accepted. There's your feeling part because we have a belief in it. We have a belief in the story. We're going to get more of the same. We're going to have show up in our experience as results, something that's in alignment with the story that we've been telling. So that's what this is really about today to, number one, look at some more of those filters we can run our story through to examine if it's sitting on a foundation of truth, and then deliberately and intentionally begin to craft our story that represents the life we would love to live, the experiences we would love to experience personally, professionally, as, you know, in our individual lives and, and in our, you know, corporations, small businesses. You know, when we don't do this work, we really become like this steel ball in a pinball machine. We bounce from story to story, from experience to experience. We move through life as a series of reactions, just reacting to people, to events and situations from a, a false bottom, so to speak. Our story is built on a, a shaky foundation that isn't based on truth. So last week, again, I invited you to take a look at your stories, the stories that found, find, you know, that form, I should say, the foundation of your life. Have you examined them? Have you examined your beliefs lately? Let's start with that. Start with that. Your beliefs. Why do you believe what you do? Where did that come from? Are they your beliefs or are they someone else's? You know, I'm the spiritual guy too, and a lot of my work involves spiritual integration. I, I've, you know, it's been said that I have a very unique way of integrating spirituality into our, our business makeup and decisions that we make in the workplace and the culture that we want to establish in, in the corporate environment, in the small business. And, and I, I really feel that because I don't think we can go on anymore with that being separate things. And I'm not talking about religion here. I'm talking about spiritual foundations that support us along this path in what we want to accomplish and the objectives we want to achieve. So some more of those filters that we can look at in our lives are, you know, we looked at faith and we looked at the the power of strength, you know, the spiritual power of strength to hold on to that foundation that's based in truth, to take these stories and say, hey, let me examine the belief. Do I have faith in this foundation of this story? Where did it come from? 
So we're using faith and strength, and we're, we're tapping into infinite intelligence that Napoleon Hill talks about in Think and Grow Rich, or we could call it divine wisdom, that just that mind with an uppercase M that we all have available to us to, to ask, to knock, to seek the truth, and to determine and discern is this story that we're believing in the, ha, have the basis in truth. And, and we tap into that wisdom. We tap into that infinite intelligence. We go to the silence and we ask. And we looked at love. Is there a threat of love? What would love see this situation as? How would love see this story? Is there a threat of love running in here, running through this story? Are we loving ourselves? Are we loving the individual we're telling the story about? So on and on it goes. And we talked about power and the power of our words, the power of our I am statements. We talked about using our imagination. And is our imagination being used from a negative pole or a positive pole? And that means are we building these stories that deliberately and intentionally create the life we would love to live? Or are these stories leading us down a path that is going to be the experience again of something that we don't want to have because most cases that's how almost everybody lives their life unconsciously story to story and those stories are dominant in their mind playing over and over again like a broken record and since they're dominant the subconscious mind has no power to not accept it it must accept it it accepts it as true. The subconscious mind is, is not the judge and jury saying, hey, this is true, this is false. It's just given it with feeling and emotion, and it lines everything else up. It lines our behavior. It lines up the actions we take with the story. So it's time to deliberately and intentionally create the story of the life we would love to live. I like the, the little story of there was, I think it was uh, four sisters or getting together, preparing a family feast, just a big family gathering, lots and lots of family, lots and lots of people. And it was a tradition for the four sisters to, to gather in the kitchen, to open up a bottle of wine and, and start preparing the big feast, the big meal. And, you know, they were getting it ready and and they pulled out this, this roast and this roast is on the cutting board, and as they have done year after year after year, they cut off, just whop off about four inches off each end of the roast on the right side and the left side. Just whop about four inches of perfectly good meat off the roast. And, and they're enjoying their wine, and, and they put uh, the one sister puts the roast in the pan, and and finally one sister brings up you know why look at that meat that's a beautiful cut of meat and we just lop off those four inches do we ever question why do we do that what what's the purpose and i mean we've always done it i've always done it you've done it and they all look at each other you do it yeah i do it i've always done it that way and and they all realize that that's what they do they all lop off four inches and and toss it right? And they started questioning this. They're enjoying their wine. They're kind of laughing about it. Why do we cut off the four inches? And, and they're trying to come up with reasons. Nobody could come up with a good reason. Why do they do that? And uh, 
so they're having this discussion and and they come to realize well we've all done it that way because that's what mom did so mom's in the other room she's in the other room enjoying the the family and the the grandkids and things like that and and they say mom we got a question came up in the kitchen why did you always cut four inches four or five inches off the end of each roast before you prepared it you always did it and we just saw that and adopted it and learned how to you know and that's what we did and the the mom stops and thinks about it for a minute and she says well you know no reason that's just how i learned to do it i you know i learned that i guess i picked it up from grandma you know that's what grandma did she lopped off four or five inches off of each end of the roast so there now everybody's really curious what's going on so the four sisters the mom, they all go, Grandma's there too. And uh, they go over to Grandma and uh, they say, Grandma, we got a big question's coming up. We all cut four or five inches off of each side of our roast. And, you know, that's the way we've always done it. And we were wondering why. And we went to Mom and she says, well, that's the way she's always done it. And she learned it from you. Why did you always cut four to five inches of perfectly good meat off your roast? And Grandma says, oh, I hated to do that. But back in the days of the Depression, I only had a pan that was this big. And she <laughs> held up her hands. So the roast wouldn't fit in the pan. So I had to cut off a little bit about each side just so it would fit the pan. And there were so many stray dogs running around during the Depression. I just gave the rest of the meat to the dog. So here they're throwing out this perfectly good meat because that's what you know grandma couldn't fit this roast in the pan but that's what happens that's what happened that's how we build these stories some of our stories we get from from our ancestors from dna from our genetics it's just behaviors and habits that we've picked up along the way and they form these stories they form the basis from which we make decisions and what happens is we start living life, and yes, our life is more of a, than a roast in a pan, but when we start making our choices and decisions based on these stories that we've added to along the way, right? Might be the roast in the pan, but we've added to it from input from our environment, the TV, the news, you know, people, friends well-meaning, some not so well-meaning, things that we hear and we take in from the five senses. And we build these stories. We embellish these stories. We jump from story to story. We tell stories about ourselves physically, right? Physically, how we're feeling. It becomes a story and we tell everybody that wants to listen how our shoulder is acting up or how we're not feeling good because we just got off an airplane. That becomes our story. So hopefully you're just seeing how this can go and on and on. And we're making these choices and decisions based on these stories with these false bottoms, not based on a foundation of truth. So that's what we want to do is we want to go through and we want to examine all this and we want to make sure that we have established the stories for our lives that are based on really what we want to experience. What's our truth? Well, truth number one, everything is, is energy. That energy being source, call it God, the divine, our, our creator, whatever you want. That's consciousness mind with an uppercase m that's all there is and everything goes forth from there in an orderly way according to law according to universal cosmic law so 
we have to get these shaky stories out of the way and reconstruct what we want to experience. We did look at faith, strength, wisdom, love, power, and imagination last week. But let's look at now this week some of the uh, spiritual faculties or the spiritual powers of, of uh, you know, just understanding and, and will, for instance. Understanding is, is more than just something that's taking place in the intellect. Understanding is just sitting in the silence and doing that asking and seeking and knocking and getting that direct download, that direct download from spirit saying, yes, this is the way to go. Not guided by your story. This is it. You know, when we tap into source energy, we will receive that understanding that will show us the way. And uh, another quality, another power that we have is to move into alignment with order in our life, order being heaven's first law. There's an orderly way we go about doing all these things, right? We do it according to to law. We know that if we think these thoughts, if we put our story together in a certain way that is aligned with truth, we will have this experience. Thoughts plus feelings plus actions equals results. So there's there's understanding, there's order, there's there's will, will, the ability to focus on what is true for our lives, what is true in our story, what is true in the story that we want to experience. So the will keeps us focused on that. So we have order and will and understanding, and, and then we have enthusiasm and zeal. Hey, are we enthused about this story, or do we find something in this story? That's a good indicator, a good filter to run your story from. Is it something that excites us, that enthuses something in us? I mean, enthusiasm itself is from the Greek word entheos, meaning spirit within, God within us. Are we enthused about this story, or is it energetically bringing us down in some way? If it's bringing us down, it's not in alignment with the truth. Get out of that story. Tell yourself a new one. Stop giving your power away. And then there's uh, renunciation or elimination. It's another spiritual tool, another spiritual power. What is that? That's the ability to, to start to deny that power that that story has had over you in your life, to reject it, to let it go, to brush it aside, to move it out of your life and move it out of your consciousness. That's elimination. And we do that, and when we do that, when we move the old story out, we're making room for the new story to move in. And I'm going through these very, very quickly, and that's why this might even be a three-part series. But then life itself, let's look at life itself as another tool or gift uh, rather than how we traditionally look at life. Life with an uppercase L is that whole and, and perfect life, living from heart energy, living from that that center, that divine identity that we all are, living from our divine spiritual nature, living from that life that's that's bigger than our humanness, bigger than our humanity, that life that that lives us and breathes us. We can't even breathe ourselves. So this is about stepping into that that life and shifting and changing and rewriting and recreating our story so we're in alignment with this life, having that mind that is in alignment with life and love and wisdom in its purest and most complete form. So we want to set those 
old stories aside. We want to take back this power. We want to build our lives, rebuild our lives. This is how we renew. This is how we make those quantum leaps. This is how we experience radical transformation, is doing the examination of the foundation, moving out the old, moving in the the new, and living from the new story established on a foundation of truth. Brushing everything else away and living from there. This is good stuff. This is work that we must do in our lives. This is, you know, we have so many stories in our small businesses. We have so many stories in our, our corporation, and and so many are, are, are rumors and hearsay and 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 false beliefs. We really need to get to the bottom of what's true. This is how we rebuild our culture. This is how we rebuild and get in alignment with our vision, and in our mission and our purpose is we establish the foundation based on core principles that are rooted and grounded in truth and what is true. And everything else is built from there, not on on rumors, not what somebody else said, not by being the steel ball in the pinball machine, bouncing around from one, you know, reacting from one situation to the next, to the next, to the next, and letting that become our story. And so often that's what happens. Our lives, personally and professionally, become a series of stories, and we live from them. And those moments, those stories, tied together, back to back, and a new story gives birth to a new story, to gives birth to a new story. And then we look back, and those stories based on things that were false all the way along, become our life. Is that what you want? What do you really want? Start right now in this moment to create the story. Let right now in this moment, as you hear my words, let this be the genesis, the beginning of your new life, the life you would love to live by sitting down with pen and page and rewriting your story. Create a new story and move everything into it that you wish and hope and aspire for, that you want to experience. Move it all into your story. Write it all out based on your core beliefs and values, based on truth, based on something bigger than you, a power, a strength, wisdom, and love, bigger than what we are in our humanness, and build it from there. Hey, I'd love to help you with this. We're out of time again for today. Love to help you with any of this. This is the work I do. And I love helping people move from where they are to where they want to be in their personal lives and in their professional lives. I even have an opportunity for you to to latch on to and build a business of your own in this wonderful field of personal development. But let's just talk about you for right now, personally, professionally, in your company, your small business on the corporate team, on the executive team, any team. I do keynote speaking. I come in, I do workshops, and I also do one-on-one consultations with any listener to my show, And, and these are free. And in these consultations, we do three things. We identify what is it that you really, really want. What is the story that you would love to step into and live from? Number two, we'll identify, hey, how come you haven't done this already in your life? What's been keeping you stuck? Maybe you identified what you want, but you just can't get there. 
Well, there's some reasons, and we will identify those on these calls that I do with my listeners. And number three, we'll get you into a plan that'll make a difference and get you moving from where you are now, at least in the direction of where you want to go. So, hey, book a call, successappointment.com, successappointment, all one word, dot com. That gets you right to my calendar. It'll show up in your time zone, and you can book a call with me, and we'll have a great conversation. I guarantee you that. You can also email me directly, Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, at successocean.com. Again, Success Ocean is my company uh, that I have with my wife, Danae, Success Ocean International. So Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, that's Stephen with a P-H, at successocean.com or successappointment.com. That's going to get you to me in the quickest way. So, so do that. I love having conversations with my listeners all over the world. Doesn't matter where you are in the world, let's have a conversation. For now, that's going to be it. I went over again. It seems like I say that every single week, but you know, that's okay. I believe in this stuff. This is good stuff. This is transformational stuff, and this can all make a difference in your life. This is Dr. Stephen J. Kasmina wishing you an infinitely spectacular day. You've been listening to the Genesis Frequency.